today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Big anniversary in Canada today, and some may or may not uh, be aware of this. A hundred years ago today, the Halifax explosion occurred when two ships, one loaded with explosives, collided, uh, killing nearly 2,000 people. To talk more about all of this, Anthony Wilson-Smith is with us, President and CEO of Historica Canada, and is on the line with us now. Hi, Anthony. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate it. Hi, my pleasure, except, of course, sad subject. Uh, tell us what Historica Canada is. Well, we're the, uh, well, we're the, I guess what people might know us for best is we do the Heritage Minutes. And in fact, we have a Heritage Minute that, that concerns the Halifax explosion. We also do the Canadian Encyclopedia. We talk about important things in Canadian history, a lot of historical programs. And we put veterans in schools every year to talk about their contributions in, you know, in conflict, in wars, to give people a first-hand idea of things. So we promote Canada and its history. Are more people interested in that now than in the past? We always hear we know so much about everybody's, we know none, about, none of our own history. You know what's great is the, the, the most engaged generation, by our, at least by the programs we run, are younger Canadians who are a lot more... You know, 20-somethings, uh, late teens, early 30s, who are a lot more emotionally uh, engaged and proud in declaring that than I would tell you I was in my, at the same age, which was not yesterday. It's, uh, it's a real sea change, and it's great to see. All right, take us through this, Anthony. Uh, take us back 100 years ago, and what happened? An almost unimaginable explosion. So um, Halifax in late wartime, 1917, uh, big shipping uh, point of departure for Europe to send supplies over. 50,000 residents of Halifax, and that number swelled by probably tens of thousands of troops and uh, related people waiting to ship out. And um, on the morning, a Norwegian ship and uh, a French ship carrying, um, you know, carrying munitions are heading on their way out of, the har- out of the harbor. Fairly normal occurrence, except for a variety of complex reasons. They cross paths, and neither is in quite the direction they should be. Norwegian ship hits the French ship, uh, pierces it. It starts to burn and that causes the attention. It does that for about 20 minutes, and that causes everybody standing on shore, of course, to look and say, oh, my gosh, look at what's happening out there. Only a few people understand that this thing is just chock full of TNT and the most powerful explosives of that time. After 20 minutes, it just erupts. It goes off with a boom that eclipses the uh, force that eclipses the speed of sound. Uh, strongest explosion ever until the time of the atomic bomb. Hmm. More than 2,000 dead, uh, more than 9,000 wounded, including many of those blinded. A quarter of those are children. And, um, and you know, for a long time, so many people were just obliterated that they couldn't tell how many they'd lost. Uh, talk a little bit about that uh, fire after the collision. And it, and it was a period of time before uh, the explosion, after the two ships collided and the fire started. Uh, I'm getting the impression that the fire burning in the harbor, uh, the ship in the harbor, drew people to that area to watch. People came closer to see this, did they That's not? right. Uh, two absolutely catastrophic things happened in that sense. One is that uh, so there's a fire, so of course people are curious, and rather than move away, they start to gather. They have no idea of the danger. And that era, of course, there's really no way to warn them in general. The other thing is, as the ship's wounded, and of course no longer propelling itself, it starts to drift with the tide, and it drifts much closer to shore. And about the only people who understand the, you know, the, the, the problem that this thing is just a disaster waiting to happen are the crew on board the French munition ship who know precisely what's on board. So they, you know, they start yelling, they hop out, they start heading off in the other direction to get away from it, but that's not nearly enough to tip people off. So was there any warning whatsoever before this? 
Well, some of your listeners will have seen our minute where we talk about a train conductor named Vincent Coleman, who was involved in, uh, who was aware of what was being shipped out by nature of his job, who had some idea of supplies, and who realized when he heard of this that this was just a, a pending catastrophe. And he, uh, he actually morse-coded out, he sent out a warning to trains coming in to stop them and to alert other people. And that was the first warning about three minutes before uh, the explosion occurred that anybody had of this. And he was ultimately, he quite deliberately gave his life to warn others in there. But no, in general, people didn't know. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.